Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hey, Crazy Cool Parents, welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast, episode number 76, and we are getting ready to go back to school. We think. We, we think. think. Yes, we so don't, nobody fall knows. Fall of 2020. Nobody knows anything, and so, <laughs> anything at all, really, and so. Um, I just listened to a board um, meeting last night for our school district, Argyle, and I just felt for them. I just, I love them. I just started praying for them at a level I've never prayed for them before because they've got such tough dis- decisions to make for our kids and what's going to happen this fall. And you have tough decisions to make for your family. Yes, as the parents, you're in charge. The board has directions for you, but you're the one that gets to pick and choose what happens with your kids. Well, and you actually have more options than ever before, (laughs) whether you you want it or not. It's like before, we, we either had to go to school or we had to go to public school or private school or we homeschooled. Right. And now we've got... Public school with home learning. And yes, they mixed together. It's and, all mesh. So now you can actually homeschool, but somebody else will do all the work right. for you. Well, the part of the work, and the curriculum part. And then when part. they go into school, there's so many restrictions and so many new rules and so many things to deal with. Um, or if you do home learning, you know, we, we, you deal with the news, the newness of that, which for some people are experienced now because we did some of it in the, the spring. whole spring, yes. Yeah, exactly. So we, we just want to take a podcast episode and say let's dream a little bit for your family let's take this season we've got okay we don't know what happens in 2021 but we do know i think we can see that the fall of 2020 is going to have some weirdness to it and it's going to look like the spring of 2020 that was very weird as well different weird but i mean i think the fall is going to be different than the spring but it's still all going to be weird at least in the fall one of the things that encourages me is that at least in the fall we kind of know what we've got a little bit. For sure. And so now, I think the spring of 2020 was like, oh my goodness, what is happening? We're reeling. And now yes. we said, okay, we've been doing this a while. We know what it is. We know what it's called. We know how long it takes to get yeah. over it. Yeah. How do we some... take the fall of 2020 and make it into something amazing? For How do we take, mm, how do we take some lemons and make them into this wonderful lemonade that we're going to remember for where's the sugar exactly (laughs) exactly so and we're going to talk about it in terms of two things so first of all just a couple of things just to think about is one is is to pray about it to to open up your mind a little bit and then talk to your kids about it too is to involve them in the conversation because one of the things that helps is just to explore with your children about and and let them dream a little bit too. So we're going to talk about this in terms of we're going to go down two paths. One of them is, is if you decide that you're going to school and you're going to participate in the on in the classroom, they're going to go to the school and, and, and what are the challenges faced and how to make that into something special. And then the second one would be is what if you're not going to be in school? Maybe you're doing home learning or homeschooling or whatever that looks like. Okay, so let's let's talk about the the going first. And 
So one of the things that I found out from the school board the meeting that I listened to last night was that the kids will be required to wear masks all the time. And right. so know that so that that is that's just part of that. And it doesn't I mean, wh- whether you're 100 percent all in for masks or you're anti masks, the reality is your kids are going to be wearing masks and that's going to take a toll on them. Um, so just prepare them for it. I mean, just just let them know, just set them up for it. Hey, babe, just you know, tell your kids that this is what it's going to look like. The teacher and all your classmates are going to be wearing masks, and that's what's and it's going to have to probably stay like that because that's where everybody um, is the most protected, feels the most protected, and so. I think for well, me that was the a big problem as we sent McCade. I didn't even I didn't know if I wanted that experience for him. Well, and it's not just masks, but I mean, you know, there's other things about school that's going to be difficult. Uh, the lunch experience probably not going to be there. So you know, the kids look well, forward the whole, to yeah, yeah, go on. to lunch, and they look forward to recess, and they look forward to so. And and it may be different in your school district. So the first thing would be most most likely the mask will be there, but I mean. But and most likely though the same things will be there where the lunch experience will be different. Well, so what I think is going to mess mess with the lunch experience and possibly the recess experience and the PE experience and the choir experience and the and the extracurricular and the and the the sports experiences is the social distancing aspect. If you have to stay six feet week six feet apart then you're only going to get to sit in rows in the classroom. No more tables, no more working together as groups, no more playing together as the team. I mean, that goes back to the lunchroom. No more having conversations with your buddy that's sitting right next to you because they can't sit right next to you. And so that's another area that you're going to need to just talk to your kids about and explain that, hey, because this is what I think, moms and dads, I think what's going to happen is that your kids are going to go back to school and life has been upside down and all they know is the school experience that they've had their whole lives. And so there is a part in their subconscious that is assuming that it's going to be the same. And there might even be a little part of them that's even thinking, finally, I can get back to something normal. I can go back to something that how it used to be because everything else has been so crazy and I just think we need to be a little bit I guess a reality check <laughs> I hate to pop a kid's bubble but to go in and just say listen guys this is what it's going to look like you're going to have to social distance you're going to have to wear masks you're the things that you really enjoyed you might not get to do you might not get to sing in the choir and anyway that's one of the things I just think that if your kids are going you got to be upfront with them you got to be honest you got to talk to them you got to tell them that there's a lot of of rules and that people are going to be their teachers are going to be telling them to put their masks on to separate they're going to be a whole there's a whole nother area I feel like that they're going to be in trouble if you will the, that they're going to because they're going to have to parent the t- the the authority in charge are going to have to enforce the masks and the social distancing and small children don't do either of those things well well it also just brings attention that's going to be involved that yeah. as we have do things differently that because there's a lot of fear around the virus and things, but then, you know, but you may be saying at this point, it's like, okay, you were talking about having a vision for this. How do you have a, how do you have a vision for all, this is a lot of negativity and, and it's okay. You know, Paul says in, you know, in, in his, um, you know, that, Hey, I was shipwrecked. I was beaten with rods. I was, you know, he's in prison and he does praises. This is what we're talking about is, is that it's not that, Oh my goodness, you're going to have all this negativity. You know, you, you know, that's going to be terrible and you've just got to, you know, you know, deal with it. But it's like, how are you going to be the light of the world? 
so into, good. you know, in, in, um, in Matthew five, he says, Jesus says, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under, under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. Mm-hmm. If you are a parent that is just, uh, oh my goodness, this is terrible. I can't believe we're doing this all the time. I can't believe that we've got to wear a mask. I can't believe that the teachers won't let them do this and that and whatever. Guess what? That's the attitude your child's going to have. And that's the chi- that's the attitude your child is going to take into school. And it's going to be hard for you. But And so if, like, that's my attitude. <laughs> and so if that's your attitude and you're going to send your kids into the public school system, it's going to have to change. I mean, we're going to have to change our attitude. We're going to have to empower and equip our kids to succeed in what school looks like now. And one of the ways you can do that is just is to think about having compassion for a teacher. Right. You know, hey, your teachers are stressed. They don't know how to do this. So what if you just go and encourage them? Mm -hmm. Uh, Your classmates, everybody's dealing with stuff. You know, how did Jesus deal with it? Well, it says so often in the scripture, he had compassion Mm -hmm. for the people. And so that's one of the things, if we can flip our kids to thinking, and parents too, to thinking about showing compassion to others, then it takes the... It, it takes the um, the emphasis off of how bad our situation is. For sure. And then along with compassion, gratefulness, you know, empower your kids to tell the teacher, thank you for teaching us today. And then um, it thanks, thank your classmates. I'm so glad you're here. It's so, I'm so excited to see you. I'm so glad we get to do school together. Um, I just think that if we can give our children the words to say um, that are positive, uplifting, and encouraging, then they, they can be that light and that salt that we're talking about and how can you as a parent do that one of them is is to one not say the things not be complaining and things but also just encouraging them with scripture you know as you're going to school remember they're going into a it's a new world and what about if you're Mm -hmm. if you're praying for them as they go into class hey i know and and just we don't have to ignore the difficulties we can recognize the difficulties no we can't ignore the difficulties we have to face them head on and we have to face them with that positive encouragement and i love the idea of scripture and so to that's our weapon that's that's the the sword and that's what we use to fight the negativity and the and the anxiety and the fear and so i would just challenge you to pick a couple verses and work on them with your kids like philippians 4 4 rejoice in the lord always you know and again i say rejoice that's a simple one and just help put that into your kids minds so that they um they 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 can remember that when things get stressful or philippians 1 9 i pray that your love will overflow more and more i mean just even that first part of it Um, And that you will keep growing in knowledge and understanding. Just empower and equip your kids with scriptures. Put it into their heart. Have them meditate meditate on it so that they have that hope of the word inside them when they face those anxious situations. And we also don't really know what's going to happen with extracurricular activities. Um, it could be that football starts or band starts and then all of a sudden somebody gets the virus and it's shut down or, you know, we just, we were, you know, just the more we listen to, the more it seems like we're going to deal with disruptions. And so uh, maybe parents, it could even be that your kid's classroom all of a sudden goes to home learning. You know, they may go in and someone may get the virus and then it shuts down. So 
One of the things to think about parents is there's two things I want to talk about here. One of them is, is that how do you deal with disruptions? Right. And you need to be prepared to deal with disruptions. Yeah. You got to have several strategies in place. You got to be able to change your, the, the direction quickly. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be that you, it could be, you have to go work at home or you could have to deal with, maybe you have parents that can help or whatever, but thinking about what happens if, if one day your kids go into class or one day your kids playing football and the next day they're not. And what would that do to your family and your dynamics? Because if you're not prepared for it, it causes a lot of stress. And guess what? Then your kid thinks they're the reason for the stress. Mm -hmm. And now you've done, it it does damage to the relationships. But if you're prepared and can handle it, uh, then those things can happen. But another thing I think in terms of just creating vision for your family, again, we're talking about if you're going to school and you're going to go to the classroom, then what would you, what about creating rewards for them? You know, maybe there's something and talk to your kids, you know, maybe there's something they have never done that they would want to do. Or maybe there's things you can plan with your family this fall that you might not have planned otherwise. Maybe it's a, you know, hey, if man, if you have a good day today or if everything goes good at the end of the day, we're going to go get ice cream. Or it could be, uh, man, maybe this is a great time to learn how to play that musical instrument. Or uh, we're going to go on this weekend, you know, we're going to we're going to have some fun this weekend because of all, you know, things that you wouldn't normally do. You might think about putting those into your family this fall just to create something different. You, How do you create We've got all the negatives happening. Right. How do you create some awesome memories? And that's what I was going to say is that every life is a balance. And so know that right now with society and COVID and, and the changes and the stress and the tension, it is balanced way more towards the, the fear and anxiety stress. And so as just use some of those ideas, cre- get together with your family and create some of those positive experiences to help balance out the negative experiences. Which kind of transitions us well into the idea of home learning not being a part of school in this fall and what have you thought about that from your family perspective of again talking to your kids about saying hey Guys, if we did home learning or if we homeschooled or we um, did home something... Home educated. There's so many new terms now. <laughs> well, but, I'm, but when I say the difference, I'm talking about whether you participate in the school program or not. You know, a lot of people, especially with younger kids, are not very happy with the way, you know, that they say, hey, the school system has not adapted. Their school system right. has not... Some school systems have done a great job. And you would think this would happen. Some of them are doing a great job. Some of them not so good. And I think everything's going to improve in the fall. But maybe this is a good season where you just want to take your kid out and homeschool them for a semester. If they're in third grade and you homeschool them for a semester for a, for the fall, even if you fail in it, right. it's not going to be that big a deal. Right. And, but what if I don't know where it, it so much depends on where your family situation is. You know, are both parents working? Are they not? You know, is, is one are both parents at home or are both some parents or both parents at the office or one or the other? But. What is your situation and what are your kids' interests and what could you do to make this fall an incredible three or four months? Yeah, and I would just even be boldly say that if you have the... um if you have the capabilities to, if you're not going to work every day and you have the capabilities to take a season and homeschool your kids, I highly recommend it. 
we homeschooled for a couple decades, the girls all the way till the sixth grade and the boys up to the third grade. And, um, I just, it was one of the favorite seasons of my life, um, to be able to homeschool them and to have the schedule that I was in charge of. And and the fact that I got to impact my kids with the character qualities and, um, the things that I wanted them to have inside them for a season, it was totally worth it. And so if you're, if you're thinking, okay, I'm going to do it, but I'm terrified. I just want to encourage you. You will be very rewarded from it. You saw it in the spring. I know that you probably saw as everybody got sent home, you did get to see that. Yes, sometimes teaching them is hard, but the interaction with them and you got the, the time you got to spend with your kids and you got to see, um, the, the good parts and the not so good parts and you got to love them well uh, fully and, and remember so, it's only it. it's only a few months well it's just a season I mean it might be it might be just the fall and, and that's the other thing that we did too when we homeschooled we took it one year at a time and so if I would if I would at the beginning of it if I would have said okay I'm going to do this for the next two decades I think I would have curled in a ball and never come out of it but if you can just look at it as okay it's just for the fall okay I love the fall it's just for the spring okay I love this and then maybe you decide next year you're going to go ahead and do it and you don't even have to because the system's back in place again so you know, with the home learning piece, um, you know, maybe this is a, you know, we don't, I think a lot of parents, it just became my kids and us at home, but now we have a, just like the teachers have, we have a chance to plan a little bit and be creative. What if you involved a couple of other people, a couple other kids, maybe, or maybe a few other kids and maybe, you know, again, social distancing, all the different things and all the things you need to do to, to comply or, or to be, um, uh, healthy, but yet um, there's so many options with home learning to be able to yeah, partner so with the, other parents. Yeah, one of the things that we are kicking around the idea of doing with McCaid, he's in the eighth grade, is um, we haven't we haven't made our decision yet. We're still waiting on what the school board's going to do. But one of the ideas is to pull together four or five of his buddies and just rotate houses. And so on Monday they'd go to one house, and Tuesday they'd go to somebody else's house, and they'd they'd sit around the kitchen table. They'd do their assignments given from the school on the you know school assigned Chromebooks, and then I'd feed them lunch, and then they'd go outside and they'd play you know basketball or spike ball, and so they'd hang out. So they'd have that social interaction without having to be six feet apart, without having to wear masks, but it's a small, tight group. And so maybe pick your your one or two families that you want to basically quarantine with and, um, and partner teach and partner um, socialize and partner hang out. Um, and so just dream. That's what we're saying about just dream. That's just one idea. There's uh, there's other ideas. If, you're, if your church is open, then volunteer with that. Don said earlier, travel. If you can, take some time and travel. Load your family up and go from place to place and do your school books in the car. I mean, that just... I think church is another one that's a good thing to talk about because we don't know how church is going to look for right. the fall, but what opportunities are there? And, and again, this would be more for older kids and lesser for younger kids. There's probably not as many opportunities, but, um, just looking for every opportunity you can, um, you know, maybe this is a great time for you. Let's say you've got third graders or a third grader. Maybe this is a great time to do a little Bible study with a group of third graders and you do it once a week because you've never, you know, just something you do on your own. I hope you're getting the drift of this, parents. We just feel like we want to give you a word to dream about new things. We don't have all the ideas. It could be, you know, that you take your kids hiking. 
Right. Or, or you take right. them to a trampoline park more. Well, yeah, that's what we were thinking. Even some of those extracurricular things, if everything's shut down again, then what are what are some things that you can do that would, those one-on-one guitar lessons or art lessons or... Um, or maybe you're a dad or a mom that knows lessons. how to play the guitar, well, whatever that word is. Oh, and, yeah. and so maybe you could sit down with your child and and start to show them, hey, here's a C chord, you know, and just... Or Spanish lessons. Yeah. I mean, there's... A, we know a dad who speaks Spanish, and so he's going to take over teaching his kids Spanish. Right. Just, so, yeah. And um, I think that to kind of wrap this piece up is just, it's really to go and pray. Uh, this is a great time to get with your spouse and and with your kid. I think the spouse... Yeah, invite, would, yeah, invite your spouse in to say, hey... Tell me what you're thinking. And, um, you know, Suzanne and I were just talking about that. And, and and here's what I'll say to that is that sometimes the you usually you have maybe an adventurous spouse and a maybe l- less change-oriented spouse or whatever. So be careful of that. You know, just talk about it. Let the ideas percolate so you can go forward with it um, and, and not cause marriage issues in terms of talking about those things. And then involve your kids, too, and For realize sure. they're going to be resistant to change, too. It's, and it's the, it's their life. I mean, it's their education. It's their experiences. And so I just think they get to have a say-so in it. They get to, they get to, they get to say, yeah, I don't, I don't think I want to go to school, mom. Or I want, I mean, I'm, I'm actually letting McCade make the choice. He's granted, he's in eighth grade. If you have a first grader, you're going to need to step in. But if you lay out all the parameters that's going to happen and you see fear in your first grader's eyes, then I would counsel you to probably homeschool your children for a season. But we're going to lay it out to McCade and say, okay, this is what's going to happen. What do you want to do? And we're going to let him decide because once again, where what he decides he's going to have ownership in. And we did the same thing with Maddox, who's going to be a junior uh, in high school. And um, he has decided uh, that he's going to do a dual credit junior college route. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did the same thing with our older oldest boy, Michael, very successful. Um, and there was not COVID reasons yeah, yeah, <laughs> for but, Michael. Yeah. Michael, well, just decided to, not Michael just decided not to have the high school experience. And so as Maddox saw that, he realized that he didn't know if he wanted to have the high school experience. And now with all the COVID stuff, he's probably not going to get to have the high school experience. He didn't get to have it in the spring. And so chances right. are it's not going to happen in the fall. So we might as well just step into the next season of life and start with some credits for college. But I think there's a there's an overall theme here. As your children are younger, you can still talk to them. You can listen to them. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's a great way. And as they get older, it's like where Maddox and McCade, it's been more, hey, we want you to pray about this and see where God is leading you. That's right. It's you won't good. necessarily do that with a first grader, but you can start them down the road of that. Oh, and, sure. and what a great opportunity to talk to your kids and say, listen, guys, all we're trying to do here is hear God's voice. Mm-hmm. And we are trying to hear his direction. So it's an exercise. And it doesn't have to be with just the choice of going to school or not. It could be we're not going to school and we're going to pray about these things. Right. And we're going to, you know, but we are going to school, but we're going to pray about these things. And it's just, let's wrap up kind of where we started. Dream. 
Right. Ask God, let's make this season into something that is special for our yeah. home rather than something that's a pain. Yeah. And that's how, yeah. that, and isn't that the case with everything in our Christian life? You know, God says in, in you know, Paul says, or James says in James 1. <laughs> one of those Bible of those, guys. Yeah, David, <laughs> those really smart Bible Moses, guys. <laughs> somebody said, you know, but no, in James, he says, when we have trials, we should count them joy. Because the testing of our faith produces perseverance, and perseverance produces hope. I paraphrase that, but it's somewhere around there. But it gets to where our the bad times when we trust in God and we listen to His voice, they produce hope, mm-hmm. and they they produce perseverance, and we grow through them, and we learn, and we love, and we we adventure, and we have compassion for people, and all those things. And that we God dream, wants to. and then we watch our dreams come true, that's and right. that's powerful. So I hope this has helped you. We hope we hope more than anything, this has inspired you for the fall. That's all we want to do with it is to get you inspired and to say, yes, God is in this. He is doing some great things. He's going to do some awesome things in your family. Go reach out. And if you have any questions, we realize we're kind of tweaking you a little bit here. Just email us info at uh, crazycoolfamily.com. If you have questions, hey, what in the world do you mean by this? Or how can I do this or whatever? Info at crazycoolfamily.com. We'd love to engage with you and help you dream in your family. Well, then I was just going to say that we have actually created a homeschool guide for you, um, crazycoolfamily.com slash homeschool guide. Um, it's a free resource. And so if you need some ideas and some suggestions on um, what to do about homeschooling, and I think we've even got another podcast, another, another couple more podcasts coming up for you in, a, in this series about homeschooling. Yeah, we want to help you in this new season. We feel like at least it's for the fall. And right. so then if, if we see it go further, we'll start helping you with the spring too, okay? <laughs> so parents, hope this helped. Uh, listen to more podcasts coming up. Uh, connect with us, info, crazycoolfamily.com. But more than importantly, connect with your family. Figure out where God is. All right, go be crazy, parents, crazycoolfamily.com.